Because you know why? Why? Because it feels right. It feels right. Legendary. <laughs> you know I get excited. God. Is that is that painting what 60K could buy, Julian? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did it myself. No, I'm <laughs> I t- I'll tell you what, Rob. So I am at the airport after, of course, our, our guest here, Julian Andiamo Arnold, the big winner of the first ever MLP Super Final, 60K per player per team. So I see him on the, uh, on the plane at the airport and on the plane after the next day after the Super Final. One, he's not in first class. I was wondering about that. I look at this man. I expect him to, I don't know, buy a new gaming headset or a new you know cpu or something this man is talking about putting that money down for a down payment on a house look at the responsibility of this man julian arnold how's it going buddy i'm doing well i'm doing well how are you guys oh lovely good lovely good good mm-hmm. are you in austin i am back home i've been home since uh, adam saw me on the plane Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, just been enjoying the hundred degree weather. Went to the pool yesterday. It was kind of nice. Nice but Texas heat time. No pickle. Texas heat wave, bro. It's it's real thing. My parents were just here. They said um, Houston's brutal. I actually, I think I only took like one off off day, kinda. I mean, I I went and played with uh, like you guys know Jared from the kitchen. Um. Mm-hmm. So he puts together a little group. You know, there's a couple. There's a couple guys that are like in the five zero range, and then you know some guys that are between that and Jared's level. So just kind of going around, going out there and just messing around a little bit, and just so touching the ball, do, doing some pro bono work, huh? Getting some yeah, touches. Yeah, just some light touches. <laughs> better than getting some light touches out there, you know. That's all you need. Some, some mushy, some very mushy touches with how soft the ball is here drastically different than California. Yeah. It's silly. It's silly hot right now there. I'm still in San Clemente and it's, it's still lovely here. Actually, it's been sunny every day since, since MLP stopped. Since MLP was over, it's been sunny every morning. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought, I thought the weather was good for the couple of weeks we were there. You know, I, a couple I of like cloudy days. Yeah. Overcast is great for flying. Perfect yeah, I weather. Like it. Usually, that- usually if it's overcast, it means it's not too windy. It's that, it's that dang marine layer gets you yes. every time over there, you know. So give us a recap of uh, give us a recap of MLP, man. Yeah, seriously. So that's that season's over. You had Thomas, you had Catherine. Um, why am I blanking on your fourth? Irina. Irina. God, that's she's gonna kill me for that one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the MLP legend herself. How could I forget? She'll find you. She will. Um, she's, she's won fifty percent of MLPs. That's crazy. Crazy stat. Um, yeah, no, uh, great weekend. Um, you know, I think, uh, great team, great ownership. It's going to be sad for me to, to move on from the mad drops and, and, uh, join whatever, whatever team picks me up next year. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think overall for the tournament, like the individual tournament, um, you know, I think, I think, uh, our expectations or like, you know, our performance fell a little short of what our expectations were, uh, not by much, but, uh, you know, it, it, 
it left things out on the table when we lost in the quarters. Like it wasn't a for sure thing. We were playing on Monday. That was obviously the big, the big goal. I think for any team that was in contention was to have that opportunity to play for the 60 K. Um, so yeah, when we lost in the quarters to the fives, um, knowing that they were our direct competition. And if we had knocked them out right then and there, we would have, you know, the job would have been done and, we would have been in was tough. Um, the next day was very stressful watching both of those matches and it, it came about as close as possible outside of having a, a dream breaker that went, you know, 22, 20 or something. So I'm glad, I'm glad the dream breaker wasn't too close. I would have, uh, I would have been stressing. I might be looking a little grayer today. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, great run. Amazing that we were able to, to, to come together and, and, kind of reflect on the two times that we had played the pioneers and, and, you know, come with a game plan. Um, not to say that I, I personally feel, I, I don't really personally feel the game plan changed too much. Just our position in the match made a large difference. So, you know, I always, I, I always talked about how if you lose the coin toss and, and Ben, Ben usually picks to most teams, I'd say pick to react to mix. That's probably the biggest advantage. Um, So when you go, you go down to zero and Ben is reacting to your mix lineup, it's pretty much a death wish. Um, So he's, he's smart and ends up putting out, you know, a strong team in Tyler and Megan who have a chance of, of winning against anyone out there. But then it's almost a guarantee that Ben and Etta are going to beat whatever your quote unquote second team is. Um, granted, I think we're, we're very fortunate that our team was so well rounded. I think that's one of our strengths is that, you know, there wasn't like a super, super dominant player on our team. You know, I think maybe you could say Catherine is obviously a, a top five female player and, and she played absolutely lights out. So did Irina, but you know, everyone brought something to the table and it wasn't like I could, I could poke holes on our team and say, Oh, that's a weak link right there. Um, so that was, that was our strength. I think, uh, obviously, obviously coming out to zero was not what people expected. I think most people probably expected if we had a chance, we'd split, you know, our girls maybe have the slight edge. Their guys are expected to win. And then maybe split the mix and go to singles would be our best, our best chance. And then probably the other most more likely outcome that people were expecting was a three, one victory from uh, the pioneers, which had happened the other two times. Um, so yeah, I'm just glad, I'm just glad we came together. We really played well. The girls came out and really got things started the ball rolling. And, you know, I tend to feed off of that and um, you know, just took it from there. Yeah. Talking yeah, about, Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Rob. Yeah, I was just gonna say, talking about team construction, like you said, one of your strengths is probably how well-rounded you guys were. Um, you know, there's obviously a lot of discussion on how to on how to draft teams and how to put the best team together. Um, and you guys lost to the Pioneers twice, like you said. You ended up winning in the Super Finals, which, yeah, hey, look, at the end of the day, that's all that really matters because that's the paycheck, right? Like you, you won the season at the end of the day, but at the same time, you guys had a losing record to them, I believe, right? One and two. Yes. So in terms of team construction, one time, one time we did, 
we did not have Thomas, but you right, know, right, ultimately, right. ultimately, it, I, I don't think it would have made a difference because we were down two zero. Um, like I said, two zero and didn't have the coin toss in our favor. So, right. So what's, what are your takes on team construction in terms of, you know, all being very, very solid versus having kind of a lower pick, um, or like, you know, or like the pioneers where you have the top guy and then you still have a lot of depth at the bottom for guys and you have kind of, you know, Edda, Edda ended up being a great pick because she's really trending in the right direction and getting much better and turns out to be, you know, a top 10 female at this point, in my opinion. Um, and then Megan's played really great all year. So things kind of came together for them. But what, what's your take in terms of team construction of, of kind of looking at like the better Anna Lee and then a bottom, bottom fourth round pick versus more well-rounded, which is what you guys are? It's, it's so hard to say because I, I even look at our team, which was a more middle of the row. Like I think we had the fifth first or fifth overall pick with Catherine. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, you know, we were probably saved by picking up Thomas so late, you know, um, or even, you know, I think myself going maybe a little, a little bit later than I probably could have, but I think your strategy really has to be fluid. Like you gotta, you, you gotta be looking at the board and, and seeing what's available and, and have a little bit of an element of luck. And I think it's super important that owners listen to their players. I think we know, we know each other and each other's potential and who's going to play well um, with each other more than anyone. So, you know, for owners to go out there and just kind of pick based off of names, you might end up with two right side players or, you know, two left side players. And now you got a guy who, yeah, he's amazing, but he's never, he hasn't hit a ball on the right. Or maybe, uh, you know, you got a double specialist, but he's not as great at mixed or singles is also important. Like you don't, I don't, I don't think you necessarily need to have single specialists, but you need people that can go out there and play singles. Um, and it's, and at times it can actually work to your benefit because those players have a little less pressure going out there. They're not expected to just, Oh, you know, it's James Ignatowicz versus someone who doesn't play singles as much. It's like, Oh, well now James has, has a ton of pressure and yeah. anyone can pass anyone. You know, I'm sure Adam can go out there and roast four passing shots. If you give him the right ball, he slapped me, he slapped me in the, in the chest with a backhand one handed <laughs> banger. Like, you know, all of us, all, all of us can play, you know, so um, to, to go out there and do it for four points is, is, is very doable. Like, obviously I'm going to give James the leg uh, or the, you know, the edge and a lot of matchups over the course of a two set match. Cause he's going to yeah. grind you down more often than not. You might not hit the perfect ball. Like he's tall, he's tough to pass, you know? So he gets a little time to work into it, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think there is a, a uh, like just a one answer to that question. Like it would depend on where your, where your pick is. Like it's hard, it's hard to be like a first or second or third pick and not go with Ben Riley and Annalie yeah. um, because of, because of how dominant they are on the court and how much of a game changing, you know, player they are. Um, I think when you drop outside of that, then um, you really want to take a look at chemistry, energy, 
you know, I, I can't undervalue energy enough. I think, I think it, it gets overlooked, but, um, you know, I think if you're not playing your best and you have a ta- uh, a supportive team behind you and a team that you enjoy playing with, you're going to, you're going to find a way to, to step it up and, and play slightly better. So, yeah. No, yeah. So, I, th- I think probably the key word there is to be, is to be pretty fluid. So uh, for me, from the GM kind of coach perspective, uh, I mean, there's only 24 guys and 24 girls. So, I mean, you can have a great plan, but to pivot and be fluid in the draft in terms of pairing them with the right player and and all those things, it seems like there's kind of a small amount of ways the draft can go, but that's really not true. There's a lot of different variables that go into it. So yeah, being being fluid and, and of course, trusting and knowing your players uh, to, to have that inside info and, and to know how to match up the team on court, I, I think is really important. Uh, so, uh, you know, and we, we kind of went with the two strong guys strategy. I think that, that AJ, uh, is a little up and down, uh, not only on court, but sometimes, uh, mentally, I really love AJ's personality, but he's, he's a little all over the place at times. So I, I think we kind of had, uh, one and a half dominant males instead of two, even though AJ has been playing a lot better the past month or so. So uh, just to, just to touch on what Julian said, it is very difficult to know uh, what the optimal strategy is, but uh, be, being fluid and being able to pivot, I think is, is a great uh, attribute to have for uh, a team GM coach, uh, whatever that may be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think, there's benefits to to both. I li- I personally like the fact that we were well rounded because I felt like it take takes an element of pressure off of each player to know, hey, maybe maybe I'm going to go out there and I'm, yeah, I'm supposed to win this one, and I don't. Like that's sports. Like you don't just go out there and the best team doesn't always win. Um, but to know, like, oh well, I got three other great partners and and teammates out here that can go and and pick up the slack where, you know, maybe I fell short allows you to play looser and play better. Um, cause not every, you know, pressure, pressure is a tough, tough thing to deal with. Not everyone deals with it. Great. And it's, and it's a little bit different in this format where you're playing, you're playing for a team and, a, and an ownership, uh, you know, and trying to get this team like into premiere for next year. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a tough, and I, and I don't discredit any of the GMs or the, or the owners for the picks that they made. Like it's not an easy task. I don't, I don't think, I don't think this is an easy job. Like you can say like on paper, like this would, this looks good, but ultimately you got to go out there and play the matches and it might not work out the way you expected it to. Yeah, um, People, people change very quickly, too, in this sport. So, I mean, you touched on it, Rob, the Pioneers, amazing job and fortunate that both of their women got significantly better from the time of the yeah. draft to when the tournaments were. And sometimes that happens and sometimes that doesn't. So there really is a ton of variables uh, that, that go into this situation. Hey, Julian, on, um, you talked about how you've had such a good experience on the bad drops. I mean, that's been a topic of conversation amongst players of – you know, there's there's certain teams you want to be drafted to and certain teams you don't based on kind of how they take care of their players. Can you give some insight into into how it was playing for the Mad Drops and that ownership? Yeah, it's, it's been a real pleasure. You know, um, you know, Zubin Meta are, are 
owner slash GM has been at every event. And this is for me dating back to last year. Um, you know, when we were still wearing the, the sleeve, uh, baseball looking Colin John's kind of jerseys. <laughs> so, um, you know, I've been, I've only known mad drops and, uh, yeah, he's been at every event, super supportive, um, you know, make sure we're getting what we need. Great uniforms, great gear, great, you know, gift box, mumbo jumbo stuff you want, whatever. Um, you know, making sure that we're getting together to practice if we want well, pretty much anything we want, you know, it's, it, it's getting done. And, and the whole time, uh, staying in contact with us and communicating at all times, which is great. And then, you know, we have our celebrity side with Drew Brees, um, who couldn't be a nicer, more down to earth guy who's sending us all kinds of cool pump up videos. Like the guy's, the guy is just a riot. He's hilarious. So, um, you know, it, it feels like I have two new friends. Um, and you know, it, it, it's cool to like be able to socialize on such a normal level with someone who, you know, I, I, I'm not like a huge football fan, but it's like who from my generation doesn't know who Drew Brees is. Um, so Corinne, I think I, that says a I, lot. I, I think I know. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's. That's so cool. And he and he, out of any celebrity owner, has been there the most. You know, I think uh, you know Kim Clysters came to a couple events, um, but I want to say Drew's been to like four, which is which is really really cool. Like, there's not too many. You know, you're not seeing Kevin Durant or. LeBron and obviously these guys are still playing their sport. Um, but maybe, you know, maybe we'll get Tom Brady next year. Who knows? But, uh, I think, I think it's awesome, you know, for these guys to take time out of their still very busy, busy lives and schedules to come and support us playing this up and coming sport. Yeah. I mean, I, I was, I was in the booth on the broadcast and, you know, he, he was down, he did a couple interviews down on the sidelines with Cameron Blackwood. I mean, he doesn't want to do that, but he's, he, he's doing it for his team, for the players, for the sport. I believe he went out to eat with you guys afterwards, took pictures with all the players and some fans, you know, afterwards. And I mean, he's true breeze. He doesn't need to do that stuff. So I, I think that those, uh, you know, those gestures say a lot about kind of the guy he is. And I obviously don't know him very well, but he seems pretty legit. No, I, I mean, hit the nail on the head. Like, if you didn't know who he was, you would not think, oh, this guy's some rich celebrity, whatever. Like he just, he introduces himself like anybody else. Like, you know, 95% of the people he puts, you know, his hand out to shake hands with know his name, but he says it every time, you know, Hey, I'm Drew Brees. It's nice to meet you. Like just a real down to earth, humble guy. Like, really cool human being. So I'm, I'm very fortunate to have met him and, and gotten to have played for him. All right. So, okay. How about, how about this, Julian? We're going to cap. I think we'll cap. Do you have any more MLP questions, Rob? Uh, I just got one. Yeah. I, yes, I don't know the answer go. to this. Do you, are you guys guaranteed are the mad drops and the Chicago slice, the one challenger super finals, are you guys guaranteed premier next year now or no? I have, I, I don't have, 
There's no, I don't have, I don't have, I don't have the answer for that. Like, I don't think we're guaranteed because we won the super final. Right. I just, so yeah. it's, it's, it's I all think may, maybe points, maybe points wise. That's what I mean. There I might think, be, there might be guys, a couple teams. Yeah. Did you guys get enough points based on super finals to lock a spot and premiere next year? I don't I, know. I don't, I don't know. I haven't done the math on that, but I, I would assume there's a very small chance that we don't make it in. And as, especially with, I, I believe this is the plan to up the league from 12 to 16 teams in premier next year. That's what I've heard. I'm pretty sure that's correct. And then there'll be eight teams in the challenger. So with there being a little bit more than 50% of the teams going through, I I find it hard to imagine that um, the pioneers, mad drops and, uh, and the fives won't, won't be making it. Um, they'd have to to be just horrendous in the other, in the other league, which, uh, I don't, I don't see that happening with, with the management that those teams have in place. They seem, you know, knowledgeable and, and very, uh, invested in their teams. Yeah. So, so I think that's right. That's how I understand it too, is no, no guarantees, but it's possible that they could be, you know, not mathematically eliminated mathematically in, even if they go over. Uh, the other three tournaments. So uh, I think that's pretty much, I, I, if I had to guess, I would say no one is guaranteed right now, but as Julian said, it would be a full fledged disaster for a couple (laughs) of those top teams not to get in. So, uh, okay, Julian. So here we go. You don't have to say any names, but I would like to know draft right now. Where would you draft yourself overall for men's? Overall for men's. Yeah. Just, that, just, just, just give me a number where you would draft yourself overall for men's. You have eight to 12 seconds to ponder. It's pretty specific. <laughs> um, maybe like seven or eight. Okay. All right. That's all I needed to know. And, uh, there is, uh, hold a, on, uh, Oh, 12 seconds is up. Here we go. Oh, he's, he's thinking eight or or nine. Okay. All right. So we got, we got back a solid back end of the top 10 from Julian Andiamo Arnold. I think that's fair. And And I think, um, I think he gets that MLP bump, you know? Yeah. That uh, that energy bump that, yeah. That energy bump, that Rafa Hewitt bump. Just Uh, the team bump. I think, I think he's a good, he's a good team guy. Well, Julian, Julian doesn't go one and two in APPs in between MLPs like Rafa Hewitt. Oh, shots fired. I love it. Um, so, um, <laughs> I, I said that Julian doesn't go one and two in APP tournaments in between the MLPs like Rafa Hewitt. So when did that, uh, when did that happen? Uh, I think last year, I think, no, I think pretty consistently that happens actually. Uh, for so you mean a PPA? Hewitt. Yeah, no, no, I know. I, I had my, no, I had my letters correct. APP. Yeah, so oh, I don't know. Okay. Just just throw okay. just throwing that out there. Anyway, I, I like to talk crap about Rafi Hewitt and he bet five thousand dollars against me in this match and he lost five thousand dollars, so I'll bring that up as well. So oh, Julian man. you can't be taking away money from the man he's got he's got how are those kids gonna go to school? He's got like eleven <laughs> of them. I, I don't know, but I mean come on, man. Rafi oh, Hewitt. Rafa should have known better than the bet against me. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, bet against me, bet against you. I mean, he's obviously not a gambler, so, uh, it's all good. Uh, so I have to talk about this up. I have to bring this up. It's a big topic in the pickleball world is that we have a Riley Newman and a Matt Wright split up 
and I made a little tweet or something, and somebody responded and said that Mr. Uh, Mr. Newman is paired up with Mr. Julian Arnold for a Seattle tournament. Tell me a little bit about this, whether that's true, and if there is uh, a possible number of tournaments you're going to play, or this is kind of a one-and-done situation. Let's hear it. Um, that is true. Riley reached out to me to play. Um, so, you know, I, I ended up, it was, it's a tough decision, but I moved a couple things around, um, ended up talking to a few partners, um, just about, you know, I feel like this is an opportunity and I, and I, and it's worth taking. Um, so yeah, I'll be playing that one and, We'll play two others as well, and uh, I guess kind of see how it goes. It's um, it's a tough thing. Like I've never had to actually like tell someone I can't play because I'm trying to do a partnership with someone else, um, which didn't necessarily feel good. But you know, I think it's it's business at this point. Um, and when an opportunity like that comes, I feel like I, it's it's worth exploring. Um, but yeah, ultimately I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure what I, I want to do like going forward because, um, you know, I've had such an enjoyable time playing with Thomas. So, um, and I think, I do think we're a great team and, uh, we play well together. So I guess it'll, it'll kind of depend on obviously what Riley ends up wanting to do. And if, you know, he's going to, I'm sure have any, you know, other options as well. I'm sure he's going to be exploring other options. So I guess it depends on what he wants to do, how well we do together, how well the the chemistry is on the court. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited for, I, I just personally, I, I enjoy playing with new partners. I think it's fun. You know, I think, I think it's cool to like say I've gotten to play with, you know, I've got to play with Rob. Um, I was, I can miss my opportunity to play with Stoney, but, uh, you know, I know that would have been fun. So, uh, you know, I, I'm always running through in my head, like, Oh, you know, it'd be cool to get one with this guy or this guy. Like, um, it's just tough. It's just tough when these opportunities come up and, you know, we, most of us book or plan our schedule so far in advance, just kind of sucks that, you know, it's, it, it isn't more fluid in that sense. But at the same time, like most of the teams that have great success are playing with each other very consistently and not bouncing around so much. Um, yeah. So it's, no, a, it's a tough, tough, tough dilemma. Yeah. And I've, I've done a little, you know, a little judging and a little whatever in terms of, of this situation, but it, it is a business and time helps a lot, uh, a little heads up and, and a way to handle it uh, in the right way is, is definitely uh, an option, I think. And it sounds like you are doing that. So, so that's great. So have you discussed with Riley at all? Is this going to be a, Julian on the left 50 50 situation is he are you going to play your standard left taking a lot of court any discussions on a strategy that you guys might have when you do play together um we haven't talked too much about it you know I think I think I think part of what he likes is the versatility like I don't I'm not seen on the right that much but I, I definitely can play over there um and obviously everyone's seen me play the left Um, so I think that's, that's what we discussed as a starting position is me on the left and him playing, uh, the right. And I, you know, I, 
I'm going to give him as much court as he wants. Like, you know, <laughs> uh, he doesn't, I don't think he needs to come over as much as, uh, when he plays with Lindsay or, or something, but, uh, you know, um, you know, he wants that middle dink in the middle. That's it's his. And, you know, I, I communicate quite a bit. So, yeah, I think, I think, I just think we'll have a lot of weapons on, on a lot of wings. You know, I, I, I do, I, <laughs> Matt, Matt and, and Riley were extremely tough. I think, every, you know, not, not many teams were able to beat them and they had that weakness with the middle dink where I think you could, you knew it was a little bit safer going to Matt's left foot. And if, uh, you know, Riley wasn't able to take it out of the air, you know, the attack wasn't as, as lethal, still very good. But, uh, you know, I think with me on the left, we'll have, we'll have four spots that can pull and, Riley's got amazing hands to clean up the trash that, uh, that I throw out there. So, um, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, and I think he was looking for maybe someone who's just a little bit more athletic, a little bit younger than Matt. Um, that's probably Matt's one weakness is his, his movement is a, their ability to scramble at times. It seems like Riley's really trying to do too much. And, uh, you know, I don't think they necessarily always cover the court the greatest when it comes to scrambling in the, in the transition zone. So I think, I think he'll feel a little bit more comfortable with me being able to run around and cover my half of the court when it comes to defending. Well, if there's one thing you can do well, it's run around to Julian. So uh, <laughs> that should not be an issue uh, for you guys, the foot speed, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it'll be fun. It'll be, it'll be a cool experiment. So I'm hoping Seattle goes well. Yeah. Um, uh, Robert, I got some lines set up here for Mr. Julian. Uh, oh, do you have any more like questions this. before we get to some lines? Cause lines are fun. Lines are very fun. I want to hear Julian's take on these too. So let's, let's get it. Okay. So, uh, for, for everyone at home, lines are basically, uh, so if you have a team that is favored, the lines set even at 100, if you have a team that is favored, they will be minus 200 minus 300 for uh, whatever. So mm. in that scenario, if you were gambling, you would have to bet $300 to win 100 if you're betting on a team that's minus 300. If a team is plus 300, you only have to wager 100 and you could win that $300. So just a little gambling breakdown for the kids. At I'm home. glad you explained that because uh, I always look at those numbers and kind of like kind of know what I'm talking about. Right. So, so yeah, so if, you're, but, uh, if you pick plus I, 300, yeah, you think that the, the, the other team like, is going to win – Three to one. Yeah. Basically. When I heard li- when I heard lines, I thought we were going to do like our favorite movie quotes. Oh, favorite movie <laughs> quotes. Uh, I got a lot of those too. So I know you next do. time. Yeah. Okay. So we have uh, myself and Rob versus Julian Arnold and Riley Newman. What's the line on that? Not very good. <laughs> <laughs> I have my answers right down here. So I'm going to let so, Julian. So wait. So like, I'll- let me. So if, if I think that we're the team that would win, I do minus Correct. a number so, on so you say, guys. Yeah. So say if you, if you think you're going to win 10 to one, we would, it would be minus 1000. If you think you're going to win three to one, then it would be minus 300. You see? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go minus 500. Minus 500. Okay. I did minus 350. So we're pretty close there. Uh, I think I, so that's bet, that's bet 100. So for Julian's line, that's bet 100 to win 500? 
If we uh, if we were to win, if you bet if, if you bet on, on you, yeah, if he bets on us. himself, he is betting. Uh, he is betting five hundred to only win one hundred, which right. is you know probably fair given the matchup. Uh, maybe even yeah. a little more drastic than that five hundred. <laughs> yeah. So we have Corinne Carr and Lauren Stratman, your special pickleball friend. Versus yourself and your and your special pickleball. Friend. That's right. Versus versus you, Julian Arnold and Zubin Meta, your team owner who is a three point five. Oh God! Oh, that's fun. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, I think I think they they would win. So my minus, I'm gonna go minus three hundred. Minus three hundred. I had minus yeah. seven fifty for you guys. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the ladies oh, are minus five to one. As okay. in, you you agree with me? Like you think the girls would win? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so, got it, got it. So, I mean, like I said, you're very fast, Julian. But I have seen Zubin Meta play, so I've got to give them. He's minus. got a he's got a bum knee right now too. Oh like, no! Oh yeah. yeah okay. Minus, minus twelve hundred. Minus yeah. <laughs> a line adjusted. I'm a, I'm a, du- I'm a double mine. Okay, <laughs> so we have our last line here. We have Ryan Sherry and Adam Stone versus Anna Lee Waters and Catherine Parento. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'm going to go Anna Lee and Catherine win the match, and I'm going – I'm going minus 850. All right. No, that's, I mean, that's a reasonable line. I had, I had minus 350. I had the ladies favorite, of course. Yeah. And I guess it depends on if Sherry's been on a bender the previous day or not. So I guess. Have you seen, have you seen Sherry play doubles? I have. I have played Sherry doubles several times. You said doubles, right? This isn't tag team singles, right? Yeah. It's not tag team (laughs) singles. Good question is which one will we have a better shot in considering I'm on our team for singles? Uh, Really? It's probably the line's probably even on both. So uh, anyway, I think I think we were pretty close. We were pretty close on the line, so that's good. Yeah, not bad, not bad. I, I want to see bad. a lot of these matchups, Julian. What about that matchup? Who was it? You had Julian and and Zubin versus Corinne and Lauren. Was that it? Yeah, Corinne and Lauren. So yeah, yeah what, I, might, I might adjust. I might adjust mine to minus minus five hundred. Like I so, think I'd have to, I'd have to basically play singles. That's what I was gonna say. Rip, so just what do we put the all. What do we put the line at if it's literally two on one, Julian versus uh, Lauren and Corinne? No Ooh, Zubin. So that might be a better line. So not having Zubin might be a better chance because he doesn't have to serve they would, in return. I think it's much right. I was gonna say they they would get less free points, but that's tough. That's tough. Because I think Lauren I think Lauren would start really rolling rolling the ball around. <laughs> yeah, she can do that too. She's got the top spin on both sides. It would be tough. I'd have to get crafty. Um and you just have to blast balls yeah. and hope for the best. I'm going. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going like minus, uh, probably minus the same amount. Yeah. And definitely. and I think I, I think I'd have to. I'd say minus five hundred for myself. And then with Zubin, it probably goes up to minus like. I think you're close. You're right, Adam. Because <laughs> like what? They're, they're just gonna get a free. They're gonna get a free point every time yeah, he has guaranteed. to return. Yeah. yeah. Or I could just. Or I could just like impregnate Corinne again, and then you then know it's she a little can't bit move, even. and you could just drive it or over and over. I don't know. I yeah. saw her play some singles in Florida with that baby on board. Not bad. Not bad at all. Not bad. Not bad. (laughs) Okay. So I, so I I have one last uh, question going from, you know, some fun to a little more serious here. And as I mentioned in our lines, Julian, 
Uh, you have a special friend in pickleball. Her name's Lauren Stratman. I would just <laughs> yeah, like she's, you. She's would, over here to the right, just shaking her head at me. Oh yeah. So I would like for you even better it, that you're in her presence to give me a, a couple of the what? positives and the negatives. Oh, good. Oh, she's saying something. Oh, she doesn't like it. She doesn't like it. So positive, positives and okay, negatives what? of playing, positives and negatives of playing pickleball and uh, your special friend being in the pickleball community. Go ahead. Floor is yours, Julian. Oh, um, all right. Let's start with the positives. The positives, like, we can still travel together. I don't spend weeks on end apart. Um, you know, getting to basically share, share the same life together. It's just awesome. Um, we get to play together. We get to coordinate our outfits. I think we're one of the best. <laughs> I think we're the best dressed mixed doubles team by a long shot. Like, I don't even think, I don't even think it's close. Like just because James and Anna wear matching pink hats like lauren and i are matching shoes head to toe it looks great it's a very professional look out there um i get to kiss her on court when she's angry with me that's always a good diffusing technique um definitely way more enjoyable playing with her than against her it's tough to play against against each other i think um so maybe that's a negative when we're not playing with each other um yeah i mean it it's just it's just so enjoyable to get to do it with someone that you care about like you know you you obviously want to have success in this sport for yourself but it's also great to be able to share in that success um with you know someone that you love so we're building our future together on the court together um, and even when we're not playing together or like it's men's day or singles day, you know, we have each other in our, you know, in our corner to, to help us with advice or, you know, just support and all that. So I think it's great. I think it's, I think this life could be very lonely if you're doing it by yourself, um, for weeks on end, just traveling all over the country, it, it gets tiring. So it's really awesome having your best friend out there. Um, yeah. Uh, she does so much for me. I, I don't think I could function without her. So, uh, <laughs> Adam, you know what that's like. Hey, uh, absolutely. Oh, that was all well said, Julian. You kept the, you kept the negatives at one. There was four or five positives. Very well done, especially with her right over your shoulder. Ne- negative. One negative I'd say is it's tough. It is tough to lose together though. You know, like yeah. it sucks, but I think that's just a, that's just part of the sport. Like it, it sucks losing. So, um, you know, it's, it's not an easy task to play with a significant other. And I think that there's very few teams that can do it. And, uh, I do think that we're one of the teams that can, and I think it's a, it's a more realistic look than what we've seen with the other couples. You know, we've, we've, you know, I think the pickleball world has grown accustomed to watching, uh, Matt and Lucy play together. And, um, you know, until, until more recently, you know, they have been just extremely dominant. So it's hard to say like, Oh, you know, like, you know, this looks like everything's perfect out there for them, but you know, everything's easy when you're winning. Um, I think we, you know, we see the same thing with, with James and Anna a little bit, like, you know, they have generally pretty, pretty good results. Um, and so, you know, everything's perfect in paradise, but you know, Lauren and I have had 
phenomenal tournaments. You know, we've been to the finals. Um, and then we've also gone, you know, one and two. So, uh, you know, we're dealing with a more realistic look at it. And, and, and I think, you know, we've, we've had our highs and lows, but ultimately we come together and, and we are still together and we still love each other and, and we're still willing to play with each other. So, um, you know, I think I'm very thankful for her as a partner and for putting up with me. Yeah, that was a sweet look over that you did too, right in the middle of your speech. Julian, you're really doing it right now, buddy. You're really doing yeah. it. She's not looking <laughs> at it. <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds about perfect. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, last thing. She's crying. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. She's weeping in the corner. That's right. <laughs> last thing for our guests that come on. We know that you are uh, Julian Andiamo Arnold and that you have a lovely Volaire paddle. Tell me a little bit about your relationship with them, how you're involved and about the product as well. And please mention, I don't know how else to describe them, the larger gentleman in the commercials with the mustache because he's great. He does an awesome mm. job. Yes, uh, so yes. there you go. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I am a co-owner slash co-founder of Volaire Pickleball. Um, mm. Love my paddle. It's gotten me uh, so many good victories in the last, uh, oh, we released it in November. So I'm not going to try to do the math. I'm going to guess like seven months, what, eight months? <laughs> seven. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, seven, eight. Um, so yeah. Um, great paddle. Uh, we have a great customer service. Um, you know, I think my, my co-founder Ryan, um, you know, he really prides himself on, on, you know, running a, a good responsive business. So, um, you know, we have, warranties in place just in case you know if you don't like your paddle send it back like we don't want anyone playing with something that they don't like so um you know i put a lot of time into every paddle that we're putting out um testing it and making sure that it's uh uh you know a tool that's worthy of performing at the highest level um our original paddle the mach one is um it's what i've been playing with and then pretty soon we're going to be releasing a number of other paddles we have um, the Forza, which I was playing with for a little bit. Um, it's a, ther a thermoform paddle, unibody paddle. So it's going to deliver a little bit more power, which is, you know, all the rave and, and pickleball right now. Um, and then we're going to be coming out with some shorter profiles. So, uh, for those of those of, uh, those, uh, players that don't particularly like the more tennis like profile, it'll be a, you know, shorter, wider, um, kind of similar to like, uh, I guess the Scorpius, it won't look like that, but it'll, it'll be more of that kind of dimension or a paddle tech or whatever. Um, and then, yeah, we have Evan or fit to serve who we signed as, uh, just kind of the lighter side of pickleball. He has so many great, funny, uh, videos and, and good content where, you know, he's maybe making, making a little, a little bit of fun of uh, certain pickleball personas out there, which I think everyone loves. Um, so, <laughs> so a little bit of a lighter side, um, and we'll actually be coming out with a line of paddles that, um, are his signature line, which are, I can't really say too much, but they look <laughs> awesome. They're really, really, they're really, really cool. They're really fun. So, um, so yeah, head over to Valera.com and, and check out some of our paddles. And, uh, you know, I'd say in about a month, month and a half 
we'll, uh, we'll have a pretty much, uh, a little bit fuller selection. Um, so yeah, check it out. All right. So we, well, I mean, we cut out for that last little bit, but I think you got it in there, buddy. So, uh, well, uh, once again, congratulations on the big win at MLP from the It Feels Right boys. And glad you got to talk a little bit about your product as well. So good insights. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe we'll just have you back on uh, when you win another super final. What do you say? Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be great. Or just That's paycheck the, and pickleball history. Let's go. The, cher- the, cher- the cherry on top. I'll take the, the big check. And the talk with you boys. And the talk with you boys. Hey, it's all good. All good. (laughs) All right. Thanks again, Julian. Uh, Glad. I cut out. Hello? Adam's frozen, it looks like. I got a phone call and it like cut me out. Oh, gotcha. It froze Adam. Either way, we're good. Okay. All right. Thanks. Well, uh, thanks for for having me. It's great. Um, When am I going to see you next, Rob? I will see you. It might be a, it might be a minute because I'm not I'm not playing Denver or Seattle PPA, so uh, probably August, maybe a couple months. Okay. All right. Well, until then, yeah. I'll catch you. On, I'll catch you on the APP stream. Sounds good. My when man. when when they do stream. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Tell Lauren I said hi. All right, I will. All right. All tell right. bye to Adam for me if he. Uh... Oh, bye bye. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks, man. Later. Later. Because you know why? Why? Because it feels right. It feels right. Legendary.